0: 25th briefing, Sergeant Waters. Yeah,
1: I call him. How many prisoners you got there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where is it? Inside the bar there? Yeah. Yeah. You are by transcription in the muster room at the Most 21st Precinct, the Nerd Center. A call no, is it. coming through. You will follow the action taken pursuant to that call from this minute until the final report is written in the 124 room at the 21st precinct. All right. I'll send a car around to assist you. Yeah, right away. Okay.
0: And then come on in. 21st precinct. It's just lines on a map of the city of New York.
1: I was working my night tour, 4 p.m. to 8 a.m. It was raining hard when I came on the job, and the 62 men of the 4 to 12 platoon wore their black rubber raincoats and cap covers at the turnout. By 6 p.m., however, the rain had stopped, and when I went out for my meal, the skies were clear. At 8, I instructed Sergeant Waters on telephone switchboard duty to have a car come by the station house to take me on patrol. Then for the next two and a half hours with patrolman William P. Coley as operator, I rode the streets of the precinct. The 490 radio motor patrol cars of the police department of the city of New York are, for obvious reasons, conspicuous appearing vehicles. They are Ford, Chevrolet, and Plymouth Club Coupes. The lower part of the bodies are painted dark green and black, the upper part white. The word police is lettered in several places large enough to be read a block away. At night, a red and white lighted sign, also reading police, shines from the roof of each car. Consequently, a citizen in need of assistance can see a radio motor patrol car coming from some distance away. And as we drove downtown on Lexington Avenue on route back to the station house, that was the case exactly. If that fellow was a scan. All right, pull in. Uh, Am I glad I saw you? Oh, what's the trouble? You see that bar there? Yup. Well, I was in there having a beer. See, I was just minding my own business, having a beer. Never for no reason at all. I looked around. You know, I just turned around. I'm sitting at the bar, you know. And there in the booth, this fellow and this girl. Well, Why, I, I thought he looked familiar to me. So I took another look. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who he is? He's the guy who held me up three weeks ago. How do you like that? How's your boy? I'm the job. I'm the station agent for the Independent Subway. He came in and stuck me up. You sure it was him? Same identical fella, I swear is he still in the bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in there. I wanted to get out as fast as I could before he recognized me. I got out there see a cop on the street or something. I, I didn't know what to do. I thought if I went to a phone someplace, he'd, he'd get out and get away, you know? So I just thought it best to wait outside until somebody came along. And if he came out meantime, I was, I was going to follow him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to see you. I I, I didn't want to go following him. When he robbed me, he had a gun this long. Suppose I followed him he still had it on him, huh? What's your name? Perfect. <laughs> real Perfect. Where is this subway station where you were robbed? 116th Street. 116th Street station, the 8th Avenue line. When was it? Three weeks ago. You live around here, Roy? Yeah. Over there. 2nd Avenue. Yes. All right. Let's go have a look. Calling? Yes, sir. Right with you, Captain. Well, I'm telling you, the a station agent is not going to breathe easier tonight. Know how many of us got stuck up Like the last couple of weeks already? Yes, I know. Eleven of us. Hold it, Dan. When I, I seen him, I started to shake, you know. <laughs> then I kind of got my wits back about me. He's a redhead, isn't he? Yeah, he's a redhead. Well, you know about this guy? Yeah, we know about him. What a guy. Eleven of us. Bang, bang, bang. And you say he's in a booth across from the bar? Across from the bar and, and the back of it, sort of, you know. He's got this girl with him, you see. I recognize him right away. Right, right there, I all right, Roy, you wait right here. We'll talk to him. Just be careful, will you? If he's still got the gun running. Why? Well, yeah, just wait right here. Come on, Crawley, Yes, sir. You watch him now. All right, Crawley. You keep your eyes open I'll talk to him. OK, Captain. See you in a minute, Joe. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Joe, <laughs> Stand up a minute, will And uh, what's the idea? stand up, stand up. All, all right. right. Take it easy. What's the matter? Lean up against Sam. Why? Go on, lean up against that. Yeah, all right. Shake him, Coley. I'd like to know what the idea is. So would I. Oh. All right, sit down. But what's the matter, anyway? What's your name? Creedy. Paul Creedy. Keep your hands on the table. I was just going to get my wallet to show you. All right, just keep your hands on the table there. What's the idea? What's the idea? We didn't do anything.
0: We were just sitting here.
1: Where do you live, Paul? Why? Because I asked you, where do you live? 762 East Ninth Street. I'd like to know what this is all about. What I, after all... No, no, we'll handle it, Joe. What's the matter? Look, you better just get back behind the bar. Okay, if you say so. I'd like to know what this is all about. We've got some rights in this country, too, you know. Okay, honey, it's all right. Golly, go outside and get him. Get her right away. Get who? You working, Paul? Working? Sure, I'm working. Where do you work? At a leather goods factory downtown. What's the name of the company? Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft Leather Goods. Now, listen, now, fun is fun. What's this all about? You ever been arrested, Paul? Of course he hasn't. Have you? No, I haven't. What's your name? <laughs> Her name is Louise Bonella. She's a friend of mine. We go out together. She lives across the street from me. Is there anything else you want to know? All right, Paul, take it easy. Why should I take it easy? You come around here throwing a lot of questions at me. Why should I take it easy? Because you're liable to have a lot more questions thrown at you. Here he Captain. <laughs> That's him? That's the guy. I'm the guy who what? You're the guy that stuck me up. No. You're out of your mind. It wasn't me
0: all night. It wasn't
1: tonight. I didn't stick you up. All right, all so right. You're lying about it. OK, you know. cut it out. But he's crazy. All right. quiet now. He, he doesn't
0: stick anybody
1: up. Listen, when was this supposed to have happened? About three weeks ago, in the 116th <laughs> Street station of the 8th Avenue line. He's <laughs> out of his mind. Yeah, well, we'll see if I have. Listen, let's go get this straightened out. I want it straightened out. That's what we're going to do, Paul. Right now. Patrolman Coley rang in, and an additional car was sent to assist, and we took all three to the station house. At the house, Coley and I took them upstairs to the office of the 21st Detective Squad, where the situation was explained to Detective John Bender, who was catching, and Lieutenant Matt King, commander of the squad. As required, Patrolman Coley, who would be the arresting officer of record, remained with his prisoner. I went downstairs to my office. After talking for a few minutes to the complainant, Roy Perford, Lieutenant King brought the suspect into his office where he questioned him in the presence of Patrolman Coley and Detective Bender. Well, you've got to grant this, Paul. The man walked into the bar. He saw you sitting there. He said you're the boy to suck him up. Must be something to it. Well, he said it, there's something to that. Maybe he believes it. I don't know, but it wasn't me. Paul, in the last month, there have been 11 station agents held up in Manhattan alone. That doesn't make me the guy. Well, I know it doesn't, but I want you to listen to this. What? One of the robberies was in this precinct, the 77th Street station of the Lexington Avenue line on Friday, June 24th. This is when a squeal made out by the detective investigated the case. Now, at 1118, a lone man walked up to the change booth and asked directions how to get to Times Square. The station agent told him... The man then pulled a nickel-plated revolver from his pocket and robbed the station agent of $53.40. What's that got to do with me? The station agent described the man like this. 24 years old, 5 feet 9 inches, 150 to 60 pounds, light complexion, blue eyes, medium build, and red hair. It sounds like he was talking about you, doesn't it, Paul? Well, I'm not the only guy in New York with red hair. He was one. This fellow Roy Pierford, who saw you in the bar tonight. He gave the detectives up there in the 28th squad almost an identical description. He identified you in person. Well, that don't mean a thing. means a lot to me, Paul. And from the description, it appears the same man who was involved in the other nine cases. Well, why don't you find him? Paul, the opinion appears to be pretty widespread that we've got him. It's not true. I didn't do it. All right. Maybe we'll find out if you didn't. But I'm telling you, if you did, you might as well let me know about it right now. Because you'd just be wasting a lot of your time and a lot of mine. I didn't. Uh, you told Captain Kennelly that you were employed by the Ravenscroft Leather Goods Company. That's right. What do you do there? I work on a stamping machine. Work steady? Yeah, sure. How long you been there? Since around February. What do you make a week? Well, that depends on the overtime. On the average, right? All around $80.75. What time you get in in the morning? Like uh, Eight o'clock. What time are you through? Four. Yeah. Unless it's overtime. And you live at 762 East 89th Street? Yeah. Who do you live there with? My mother, my brother, and my sister. Where's your father? Oh, that's what we'd like to know. Bender, move that ashtray over so I can use it. Yes, sir. Thanks. Is all right? Are your brother and sister younger or older? No, she's older. He's younger. Do they work? My sister does. She uh, works for the city. My brother's in high school still. He works a little bit. You know, odd jobs. How old are they? 18. What color hair does he have? Red, too? No, no. He's dark, as brown like yours. Mm-hmm. So Who is this girl you were with tonight? Louise Vanella. Yeah, I know that. I mean, you see her much? Yeah, I see her a lot. We're uh, thinking about getting married. Oh, I am? Yeah. When? We don't know yet. We've got a few problems we've got to work on. Yeah, I we all. How long have you been going with her? A... Oh, I don't know. Three or four months. Ever been in trouble, Paul? What do you mean, trouble? Ever been arrested? No. Never? No. Never had any trouble with the cops? Not even when you were a kid? Kid stuff? No, never. Well, let's see now. There 11 of these robberies. Let's just talk about two of them for a minute. The two we know most about so far. I don't know anything about any of them. I mean, us. We here. We know about the one in the hundred and sixteenth Street station of the Eighth Avenue line because Mr. Pierford saw you in the bar and identified it's you. Crazy about yeah, that. Yeah, but he identified you. That was on June 16th, Thursday night. Now we know about the one that was here in this precinct. That was on June twenty fourth, Friday night. You got any idea where you were either of those two nights? Not at the moment. I gotta think about it. I just can't remember back when I wasn't doing anything in particular, that I I know of. Well, yeah. Could have been with your girl, couldn't you? Louise? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, I could have. I, I might have, but I don't know. How should I know? I can't remember specifically. All right. Could have been home. I could have, yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't remember that far back. How do you expect me to remember where I was a month ago, almost? I had no reason to remember. No, right. you could have been putting a gun on those station agents. Well, that I wasn't. You'd have remembered that. If I did them, I would have remembered. I didn't do them. I'll tell you what, Paul. I'll agree with you that there's lots of redheads in New York. Sure are. And I'll agree with you that Mr. Pierford, the fellow at the 116th Street Station, might have been mistaken. I know he was. I'll tell you what I've got in mind. We've got the victim from the 77th Street subway station, the one in this precinct over here. See what he has to say. Well, that's not fair. You're not going to sit him down here and say one fellow said I was the guy. No, nothing like that. He picks you. He's got to pick you out of a line. Oh, sure. And I'm the only redhead. How can he miss? He'll be loaded with redheads. Well, all right. That's fair enough. Good. Excuse me. Yeah. Twenty-first briefing, Sergeant Waters. Lieutenant King, Sergeant. Captain Canali around? Yes, sir. He's in his office. I'll ring in there. Okay. Twenty-first briefing, Captain Canali. Lieutenant King, Captain. Yes, ma'am. You have a minute. I'd like to talk to you. Okay, Matt. I'll be right up. I'll meet you at the head of the stairs, Captain, outside the squad room. All right. You sit in there, Paul. Charlie, stay with him. Yes, sir. Come on, Bender. Yes, sir. I'm not going to be here all night. I hope not, Paul. That's Bender. Yes, sir. Two things I want you to do. I want you to check his name through BCI for any previous record. Okay. And I want you to see if you can locate the victim of the robbery in this precinct and get him over here. Yes. Oh, well. Yes, sir? Tell Goldman I said to ride over to the boy's house. I want him to take a look through his things, see if he's got that gun around there or any other evidence. OK, Lieutenant. Get on it. Yes, sir, right away. Listen, uh, excuse me. Yes, Mr. Perford? Uh, how long will I have to wait around here? Do you know? I, I was just supposed to be going down for a paper, and I stopped in for that beer. and my wife will have a fit. Oh, it's your telephone and let her know you're here. Well, we, don't, we don't have any phones. I could have the desk officer and the policeman around to notify oh, her. No, no, don't do that. She, she wouldn't know what to think. She's got some vivid imagination. Could I just go home and come back? Would that be all right? The detectives from the 28th squad are on the way down here to see you. Better stay here. All right. Aren't you finished with Paul yet? No, not yet. What's taking so long? He didn't do anything. You know he didn't do anything. That's the trouble. I don't know it. Well, when will he be finished? I don't know that either. You can go home if you want no, it's all right. I'll stay. All right. Up to you. May have a long wait. I, I don't care. Well, thanks for coming up, Captain. It's all right, ma'am. Well, how does it look? Well, he continues to deny. He's the one. Yeah. I'm getting the victim from the robbery in this precinct over here, and we'll have a lineup. Good. I need some help on the lineup, Captain. We'll get to it about midnight. I need four or five redheads about the same physical description as his. Well, we ought to be able to dig up that many between both platoons. Hmm? Yes, sir, I think so. I thought Kane is working in four to twelve. Ought to be good. Yeah, he would be. And uh, I think uh, Benjamin is on the job, too. Oh, good. Yeah, we yes. ought to have enough. I'll, uh, I'll talk it over with the desk officer. What do you think of this boy, man? What do I think? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Captain, I've got a personal opinion. After that second victim gets a look at him, I think he's going to walk right out of here. I don't believe that boy was
0: anywhere near those subway stations. You are listening to 21st Precinct, a factual account of the way police work in the world's largest city. After I spoke
1: to Lieutenant Gorman, the desk officer... I rang upstairs and told Lieutenant King we had five patrolmen, all red-haired, who approximated the same general physical description as the suspect. I suggested that the proposed lineup be held as close to midnight as possible in order that those men who were on the job would lose as little time from patrol as practical and those men off-duty would be required to spend a minimum of their own time. He agreed, provided, of course, that the victim could be located and brought to the station house by then. In a criminal case, identification by the victim of the suspect is generally the most important piece of evidence. Consequently, procedure calls for exactitude in conducting a lineup. The process of identification is usually the prime target of attack by the defense attorney, and any irregularity that can be shown makes a deep impression on the jury in favor of the defendant. At 11.25 p.m., Lieutenant King informed me that Detective Bender had located the victim at his home in Washington Heights and was driving him to the station house. The men from the patrol force who were to participate in the lineup were instructed to report to Lieutenant King in their civilian clothes. At midnight, I turned out the platoon, and after the men marched out the front door to take over their posts, I started across the muster room toward my office. Captain? Oh, hello, Mender. Captain, this is Mr. Lewis Wolfschmidt, Captain Kennelly. Captain? How do you do, Mr. Wolfschmidt? He's a victim in that robbery we had in this precinct. I never thought you'd tap catch him. I never thought you would. Well, we don't know that it's him yet, Mr. Wolf You're the one who's going to have to tell us that. Oh, don't you worry about that. I know him. I don't forget. I wonder if we could wait in your office until they're ready for Mr. Wolf upstairs, Captain. Sure, Bender, help yourself. I'll go up and see how they're making out. Yes, sir. In here, Mr. Wolf. How long will it take? You know? Well. Captain. Yes, Sergeant. I was just upstairs, or about all set. All right, I'm going up there now. I left those cabaret inspection reports on your desk, Captain. you get a chance to look at them? No, not yet. I'll, uh, I'll read them during the night. Yes, sir. Anything unusual in them? Just in that one I was telling you about, Captain. I told the manager we had another complaint about the entertainers fraternizing with the patrons. He said he'd watch it. And you make a stop in there tomorrow night, too, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Make sure he is watching it. I right, keep it down, you men. What do you think this is? Where's Lieutenant King? He is all Captain. Well, haven't you gone home yet? No, I'm waiting for Paul. Well, you could have a long wait. That's all right. I don't mind. Yes. Captain Camelli. Come in, Captain. Ender brought the other victim in, Matt. He's waiting in my office. Yeah, I know. He rang up here, Captain. I told him to come upstairs and wait with him outside in the home. Oh. Are you about set, Paul? Yes, I'm set. Let's get it over. All right. Paul, uh,
0: uh, I
1: see you found a few redheads. <laughs> yeah. Paul, are you all right? Why don't you go home, honey? I don't want to. You'll either have to sit down on the bench at home. Go sit down, Louise, please so I'll be over, sir. I hope so. I, I just hope so. Do you have a light, Captain? Yeah, sure. Get them lined up over there, will you? Here you are. are. All right, fellas. Let's form a line. Thanks. Paul, listen. I was like just sitting in a bar minding my own business. All right, Paul. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Form a straight line there. Okay, Paul. This is your party Any Any spot. Anywhere? On the end, in the middle, anywhere you like. All right. Oh, this will do right. but right out there. I'll let him in. Excuse me, Captain. On. I'll be right back. Yeah, sure. sure. Go oh, ahead, I take that jacket off, okay. Hello, Bender. Lieutenant, this is Mr. Lewis Wolfschmidt, Lieutenant King. Mr. Wolfschmidt? Hi, how are you? Wolfschmidt, do you think you can identify the man that held you up? Oh, yeah. You sure of it? Oh, I remember him. I remember what he looked like. I could do it. All right, well, let's try. You want to come in? Yeah. Looks like yesterday that night. When we get in there, I'll tell you how we work it. Go ahead, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, Now, I want you to walk up and down in front of that line of men. Right. Now, thank it. Now, take your time. Look them over. Look them over good. You see the one that held you up and robbed you? Tap them on the shoulder. Um, look them all over? Look them over good. Yep. Yeah.
0: You got it. 21st Squad, Detective
1: Bender. Yeah, think. It. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, sir. Uh, listen, send the... You want me to take another look? You think
0: you need it? I'd like
1: to hear that one talk. Which one? Your name and address Paul creedy 762 East 89. that's him he's the one. No,
0: no, no. Get down, it's
1: a lie. It's a lousy frame up. No frame up. Nobody told me nothing. The rest of you, men are excused.
0: Thank you very much. The whole thing is a lousy frame You're You're up. You're the one. I can't help it. i beginning to end
1: Show in my office, Paul. hey captain I'm right with him, man. Wait a minute, Mr. Walshman. Yeah, sure. Lieutenant, go ahead, Ed. It's a lousy frame-up. That's what it is. Yes, Bender. Uh listen, Lieutenant, can I talk to you? All right, sit down, Paul. I didn't rob anybody. What do I have to do to prove it? I don't know, Paul. OK, Bender, thanks. Yes. Well, Paul, looks like that was it, huh? That was nothing. It was a frame-up. You got to hang it on somebody so you picked me, that's all. Did I? Did I pick you to serve two years in Elmira Reformatory for grand larceny and felonious assault? True, isn't it? Yeah. It's true. You lied about that. You could lie about this. I didn't stick up anybody. The Bureau of Criminal Identification called back and said the case practically amounted to armed robbery. Why did you lie about doing time? Well... Yeah. Okay. I guess you got the right dope. Sit down, Paul. I, uh, thought I could soft-talk my way out of it, but I guess there's no use. No, there's no use. Was it you on all 11 of them? Oh, ten, eleven, 10, 11, something like that. Where's the gun, Paul? I got it. Where? In the basement of my house. I never did keep it upstairs. I thought my mom or my brother might find it when I was embarrassed. Exactly where in the basement? Well, I couldn't describe it exactly. I have to show you. Listen, I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't hurt a soul. I wouldn't have shot any of those guys, believe me. You said you worked at this leather goods place. Is that the truth? I did work there, but I got fired. There wasn't any money coming in, and I had to get it someplace, you know. Got to help out at home. Find a way to help out, isn't it? I had to help out somewhere. Why didn't you get another job? I don't know. This was easier, I guess.
0: Hmm. Was it? What else did you rob
1: besides those station agents? Nothing. Nothing else, I swear. Well, listen, uh, Louise doesn't know a thing about this. She thinks I'm still working down there. She don't even know I did time before. She don't know a thing. She's waiting outside. Do you want to talk to her? What's the use? What could I say? I don't know. I don't want to talk to her. Well, that's up to you. I never should have gone into that bar tonight. That was my mistake my big mistake. No, that wasn't your big mistake. What was? If you don't know, Paul, I can't help it.
0: 21st precinct, Sergeant Waters. Where is this? What's the trouble there? East 81st. Is Who's this calling? What's your name? What? All right. You just wait right there for the officers.
1: And, and you're right away goes. Yeah, round the clock, through the week, every day, every year. a police precinct in the city of New York is a flesh and blood merry-go-round. Anyone can catch the brass ring,
0: or the brass ring can catch anyone. 21st Precinct Transcribed. A factual account of the way the police work in the world's largest city is presented with the official cooperation of the Patrolman's Benevolent Association, an organization of more than 20,000 members of the police department, city of New York. Everett Sloan in the role of Captain Kennelly, and Ken Lynch's Lieutenant King, Harold Stone, of Sergeant Waters. Featured in tonight's cast were Eileen Palmer, Larry Haynes, Bill Zuckert, John Gibson, and Lawson Zerbe. Written and produced by Stanley Ness. Art Hanna speaking.